Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Marin Dental Media. I'm Dr. Oscar Marin and this podcast is for people who want to take control of their dental health and general well-being. In this episode, we will be talking about the unspoken consequences of losing a tooth and the different ways to overcome this problem. This episode is like a second part to the dental implants episode number 9, but in this part I will go over what happens to the tissues of the mouth when a tooth is removed. As you probably already know, my dad was a dentist as was my grandfather. Each generation has seen pretty dramatic changes in the philosophy of dental treatment. My dad and my grandfather practiced in farming villages and people would only come to see them when they were ready to get their dentures. It is just the way things have been for many generations. And still to this day, if I were to go back to my dad's small town practice, many people would ask to get their teeth extracted rather than saved. In the old days, it was common knowledge that if your tooth was hurting, you would go to the nearest dentist to get it removed and just leave the space empty. Why would you keep a tooth that was hurting you, right? However, this is not the case today. We know that each tooth in your mouth actually has an individual and important function and if possible should be kept and restored to its original function. The teeth in your mouth are arranged in two arches that I like to compare to the arches that were built by the people of the Roman Empire. Every stone in the arch is critical for the integrity of the structure. Removing one stone could cause the collapse of the arch. Much like the arches of the Roman Empire, removing one tooth from your dental arch would cause the bone and supporting structures to collapse. The tooth should not be seen as an individual piece of hardware. It is actually part of a complex group of structures whose sole reason of existence is to hold that tooth. With the tooth gone, the bone starts to shrink, leaving a large void or defect on the outline of the arch. As the bone socket, which is what we call the cup of bone where the roots sit, start to heal, it pulls neighbor structures in like a sinkhole. Gradually, neighboring teeth start leaning into the space of the missing tooth and collapse into that empty space. Another problem is that the tooth from the opposing jaw, without its biting partner, starts to overgrow until it finds a resting spot or gets loose and needs to be removed. Jaw muscle function is also affected because people tend to shift their biting to the side more able to do adequate chewing. So it's hard to measure the real impact of missing a tooth, but Without adequate breakdown of food, your digestive system has to work extra hard to extract nutrients for proper distribution throughout your body. The human bite is very strong and the number and alignment of teeth is ideal for the support of these forces. Every time a tooth goes missing, another one loses its partner for biting and the rest of the teeth have to compensate for the extra workload. Imagine for a moment a semi-truck riding with a missing back wheel. Will it work? Probably. However, the rest of the wheels will have more wear than normal, they will go out of alignment, and the suspension of the whole track will fail. Something similar happens to mouths that have to cope with the loss of one or more teeth. The remaining teeth will show signs of wear, shifting, 
gum problems, and even jaw pain because of poor support and function. With all the science and technological advances in dentistry in the last couple of decades, there are less and less teeth extractions being done. But when a tooth is extracted, a replacement needs to be placed right after removal. If we leave it untreated, a missing tooth will lead to gradual breakdown of neighbor structures, loss of bite support, and bite collapse. Bite collapse, by the way, is what happens when teeth start wearing, sinking in, or flaring out, allowing your chin to move closer to your nose. Anytime this happens, the tongue is pushed back into the throat, causing narrowing of the airway space and making the person vulnerable to snoring, sleep apnea, and teeth grinding. Bite collapse is actually very hard to detect, but in some people it becomes obvious when the lips start getting thinner, the corners of the mouth move downward and get deep creases, and the chin moves up and forward. Anytime a tooth is lost, a plan needs to be developed for the replacement of not only the tooth, but its supporting structures to preserve stability, function, and of course, aesthetics. Once we have determined that a tooth needs to be removed, one of the main considerations is preserving the bone that holds the root. Remember that your tooth is sitting on a cup of bone that has very fragile walls, and we need this bone as intact as possible to potentially hold a dental implant and to maintain the integrity of the supporting bone for the neighbor teeth. When the tooth is removed, its supporting bone will heal by shrinking, and when this happens, some of the bone of the neighbor teeth will also shrink. This is the sinkhole effect I was talking about earlier. To prevent this from happening, we use different grafting or filling materials so your bone can heal without leaving a defect on your jawbone. Since the healing of the bone graft can take a few months, we recommend to use a retainer to prevent your teeth from shifting during the healing process. This retainer can also be used later as a surgical guide if you decide to go for a dental implant. Once healed, you have essentially three options for tooth replacement, and these are a removable partial, a fixed bridge, and a dental implant. Partial dentures have the disadvantage that they are removable and not everyone is willing or able to get used to them. But in some cases, we're able to use partial dentures as a temporary solution until the patient is ready to move forward with the implant. Fixed bridges have been a treatment option for a few decades. But since the development of dental implants, they have become less popular due to the fact that the teeth next to the missing one will have to be prepared by drilling them down into, into small stumps or pegs in order to make and hold the bridge. Currently, dental implants are considered the gold standard for tooth replacement because they are fixed and once restored can be maintained and function in a similar way as your natural teeth. We happen to have in our team Dr. Apel Kiruglian, who is considered one of the best oral surgeons in Los Angeles. He is in our West Covina office only once a month, and he's usually booked up well in advance. If you or anyone you know has any questions regarding the replacement of missing teeth with dental implants, contact one of our offices for a complimentary consultation. At West Covina Smiles and Smile Design Advanced Dentistry in Brea, we are on a mission to help as many people as we can regain control of their dental health. To schedule an appointment for consultation or if you have questions about this podcast, you can call us at 626-810-5000 in West Covina or 
529-2626 in the city of Brea. For more information, you can also visit our website, drmarin.com, or write us to dentalmedialibrary at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and until next time.